Hi, my name is Paul Dunay, and welcome to another Buzz Marketing for Technology podcast. Welcome to another Buzz Marketing for Technology podcast. I'm your host, Paul Dunay, and today I'm speaking with Dan Chabel, a personal branding expert, author of Personal Branding Blog and Magazine, and author of Me 2.0, Build a Powerful Brand to Achieve Career Success, due out with Kaplan in April of 2009. So welcome to the podcast, Dan. Thanks, Paul. All right. So today we're going to explore some secrets of personal branding. And um, so, Dan, you know, just as a starter, why is personal branding so important these days? Well, first off, personal branding is how we market ourselves to others. It's a process. The personal brand is the individual, and everyone has a personal brand. It's important these days because personal branding happens a lot online, and it can happen and enhance someone's career very quickly if it's used correctly. And in terms of personal branding, it's two, there's two ways to think of personal branding. One is your self-impression. It's how you view yourself and describe yourself, and then it's how people describe you because you want to basically people when they first meet you upon first impression, they will label you a certain way and you want to create a brand so you can tell people how you want to, uh, how you want to be labeled. Mm -hmm. So personal branding online is your way in order to sculpt your brand, create a blog, create um, different assets using social networks and maybe write articles and this is the way for you to tell people how to describe you almost. Right. So, I mean, so what you're saying is everybody has a personal brand. It's just how much of a profile do they really want to build for themselves. And how you manage it. And how that's, you manage it. That's a that. really critical component. Yeah. So you, everyone has a personal brand, but, you know, some people are more vocal than others, and some people are doing it better than others. Mm, definitely. So but do you have it, a process? what happens is, you know, okay. Every single, when it comes to a corporation, every single person has a personal brand, which means everyone can help build or destroy the corporate brand that they're attached to. So there's a correlation between the success and failure of one's personal brand and that of the company that they re represent. Right. So it's the same kind of thing. The, the same strategies can be used for personal branding, corporate branding, and product branding. Right. Okay, but do you have your own process that you take people through to create a personal brand, or do you have a framework that, that you like to use? Or Yeah, so it's DCCM, discover, okay. create, communicate, and maintain. Discover okay. is the first thing that everyone should do, and most people don't do it. And basically, brand discovery is figuring out who you are, what you're passionate about, what you want to do for the rest of your life, setting different goals and objectives, establishing a personal development plan as well as a personal marketing plan. So short-term goals, long-term goals, making sure they both align as well as figuring out how you're going to market your brand. Now, this has nothing to do with doing the tools or anything until the next step. So basically, create is all about creating your various marketing materials. So I usually compare this to trying to get a job. What would you do? You do a resume, you would do a cover letter, maybe a references document, but then you maybe do a little bit more. You might do a portfolio, CD portfolio, online portfolio, your own website, your own blog, a LinkedIn profile that represents you, a video resume. You might do what Paul does, which is have a website that's 
has everything you do in one centralized area. And, and so this is how you brand yourself. This is how you get discovered online. You know, you can use LinkedIn to find opportunities through your contacts online. But then you can take the same stuff, print it, and then take it on an interview and use this material as talking points in order to pitch your brand, your core message. And then communicate is kind of getting into that. It's, you know, how do I get my brand out there? You know, once you discover it you'll and have the materials, now it's all about using that and then showcasing it to the world. So, for instance, attending a networking event. For instance, marketing your blog, guest posting, writing articles for sources, pitching to the media, becoming your own personal PR spokesperson because we are all the spokespeople for our brands, whether we like it or not, mm -hmm. right? And we also, again, speak on behalf of our company, whether we like it or not. Even if you're an associate or intern, it's still you're attached to the company. Um, and then maintain is, okay, now I have created all of this material, but you know I've grown up. My career has progressed. I'm five years older, 10 years older, and I'm in a different spot right now. I want to make sure that everything's up to date. So you don't want to you don't want someone to Google you and then get a blog that you haven't updated in six years or to get a LinkedIn profile that doesn't have your last job on it. I mean, everything has to represent you at all times, so it all has to grow as you grow. Yeah. So that's and then, the process. And then control, was there something beyond that, like control? No, or, no. Maintain is it. Maintain. I mean, maintain goes on forever, pretty much. Right, yeah. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> so, you know, so it's a never-ending process. That's, that's what it is. That's true, that's true. So, you know, who who in your estimation is is getting this really right i mean who who do you look at and go you know this this person's really doing it really well okay well we i give out the personal brand awards every year so this mm -hmm. is the second year i've done it okay and for 2007 rohit bagarva he's a senior vice president at ogilvy digital yep and then this year the winner was uh, jeremiah oyang oh yeah who's a senior analyst at forrester research and, you know, basically what they get, they get a plaque and they get, um, you know, get, they get in Personal Branding Magazine, the yep. last issue of each year. And why do they get it? They get it because they understand. They have not only built a blog or something substantial online, but they've used it in order to build an audience as well as in order to make a name for themselves. So, for instance, Rohit... He may have a blog, but he's so much more than that. He's used the blog as leverage as well as his position at Ogilvy in order to get all these speaking gigs. He speaks everywhere. And, you know, he gets quoted. He got a book deal. I mean, so it's using what you have to take that to the next level. It's, keep, it's constant leverage. And that's how you get your name out there. And every time you do that, it promotes everything else you do. So it's almost like creating assets that keep promoting each other. Thus, they keep, uh, you know, ranking high and you know, you get the vi the visibility factor in there, and it, and it benefits you like crazy. I mean, you know, what starts off as one blog can become so much more, and it's right. it's really the indirect benefits that I've seen people have gotten rather than just using it as a money maker, which you know very few people can do. Right, and and I agree. Those those guys are are really epitomizing, you know, a good personal brand. I also think. Folks like, and I know you, you featured him in, in your magazine, you know, Gary Vanderchuk. I think he does a great job. Uh, I think uh, Lewis Gray, sort of on the up and coming, 
uh, list, uh, folks that I watch. I don't know if you're watching some of these guys as well. And that, and the thing with Lewis Gray is that, you know, he's a great example of how important and valuable endorsements are because Scoble, quote unquote, handed him the keys to the blogosphere, and when that happened, all the attention went to him. So it's pretty easy to build a personal brand. But he he had the substance, right? He had the product. You just need that one piece of credibility, that one endorsement in order to take it to that next level. And that's the key right there, you know, and, it, and it's, it's, it's actually a little bit easier when you have a brand you're attached to, for instance, like Bearing Point or Forrester or an EMC, it, it establishes a line of credibility because people trust that brand. Therefore, they're more apt to trust your personal brand. So if you, you know, if you're looking to, and, and there's different pathways to building your brand, right? You can build your brand within your company, or you could build your brand as some sort of consultant or entrepreneur or someone trying to start a business through uh, some sort of blog or something like that. And, and that's really your choice. Mm-hmm. And, when you, and that's part of the discovery, what you want to do with your life. And it might start off as working for a company and then you might break off. But the key is it's not just about promotion. Personal branding, in my opinion, is also about protection now. So reserving your name on the, on the various social networks that are popular. It's, it's protecting your brand name because there are other people in the world who have probably named you. And they might not be an early adopter of the Internet, but at some point, if you don't reserve your domain name and your Facebook page and, and LinkedIn profile or Twitter account, you know, they could be gone soon, and, and you'll lose that visibility because they rank high in the search engines. And that's another cool thing is that, you know, with you, Paul, with me, with, you know, Brogan and all these people – Mm-hmm. is when you do a great job personal branding and you Google yourself, you almost can name your page. You Google you, you're going to get your home page, you're going to get your blog first because it, blogs always rank so high. Yep. You know, you're going to get an article you wrote for Marketing Profs. You're going to get all this stuff. You know? And if you Google me, I know what I'm going to get before I get you get the blog, you get the magazine because I've purposely done it like that. But the key here is that it's not just promotion. It's not just, you know, trying to get a job because if someone Googles you, you, they'll get what you want. But it's about protection because if you ever get bad press, it'll never make it to the top 10 of your Google results. And that's the key. For instance, you know, I've, I've had bad press. I've had, like, you know, a lot of troublemakers, like, try and, like, quote, unquote, bring me down. But that result is never going to get high enough because, you know, I've spent two years trying to protect myself and promote yeah. myself at the same time. So personal branding, the goal is not just promotion, but protection. And the people who are doing it right are the ones who understand that in order to be successful, you can't be selfish. You have to give value to others. And the people who can give value that you know, people aren't going to find anywhere else, I mean, these people are extremely successful if they do it, especially if they do it first. So Definitely. the early adopter, the person who ignites the fire, usually gets the most attention. You know, the first few people on Twitter got, like, you know, Laura Pistachio, you know, she's, yep. extru- she's branded like crazy on Twitter because she was one of the first people. She did it right, and now everyone looks to her for the guidance, and that's the key, right? So, you know, all these people who are very successful are the pioneers, the early adopters, the people who take a niche, and the people who are very passionate about what they're doing because when you're passionate, you won't give up, and you'll just make it happen. It's just going to come naturally out of, um, you're writing maybe a podcast. People can tell if you like what you're doing or not, and you won't be able to keep it up if you don't. You know, I can't. You know, I can't just post ten times a week for the past maybe like five months 
without not liking what I do, right? Yeah, so basically, definitely. the story with that, why I post so much now, is because, you know, I think it was like, like six, seven months ago, I dropped to number two in Google for personal branding, like second to Wikipedia. And I got upset because I worked so hard to beat them for, for a long time. And so I started posting twice a day and what happened. So I took the number one spot. So, you know, depending on what your goals are and how hard you want to work for this, you can make it happen, even if you have a full-time job, you know, and what will end up happening is if you build your brand strong enough, your brand becomes transferable. And if you think about this economy where we've lost uh, upwards of 1.2 million jobs, you know, graduates coming out of school are in real trouble next year. I mean, it's just going to be a miserable time, but you know, the, the people who have built strong brands, the, the top 10, top 20% of applicants who are online, who are visible, who are building their brand, these people are going to be in really good shape because the brand they, they built is transferable because they own what they do outside of work. And that, mm. I think that's the, the key right there. That's a good point. And there's, there's, an, op- there's an opportunity cost for not doing it, in my opinion, because if you're not doing this, if you're not building a strong network, then when you lose your job, you're, you're, it's going to take you 10 times longer to get a new one. Mm. So the key yeah. is really networking. You know, the key with all this, you know, doing interview, interviewing um, bloggers or whoever, the key with linking to people in posts, the key to having content, you know, it's really not even about the money. Even if people make money, people know that it's about the network. And people who are really smart will know that in order to be successful in life, you can't do it alone and you need the support of a strong network. <laughs> so that's what blogging teaches you. Blogging teaches you how to network. And network fast. You don't have to wait two years to build a relationship. You can do it pretty quickly because if you can give the right type of value, people are going to want to be attached to you. Right. And it reminds me of um, Keith Ferrazzi's book, Never Eat Alone, where I think it was one of the first chapters, I think he mentioned something like, you know, build the network before you need it, right? And I think that, to me, the, that comment and a few other comments he made in the book, you know, kind of pointed me in the direction of beginning a blog and, and beginning to think about, you know, yeah, I should build this kind of network and, yeah, I should have this kind of personal brand out there and begin to build that and that really, that book really was an inspiration for me to to get started. So it, it really goes back to giving value and you know helping others. And I think, in my opinion, and I interview, I've interviewed, I think, seventy three business leaders. Mm-hmm. Is that interviewing other people is like extraordinary. I mean, in terms of blog strategy, and and you can't really do it when you're first starting off, in my opinion. If you do it, it won't be, you won't really get people who are really successful because you have to be able to give people a promise of value. And in order to do that, you have to have like what you have. We both have over a thousand RSS subscribers. That's value. They're getting, they're hitting, you know, a thousand people in a very short period of time with their message. So that's value. You can't, when you first start off and you have zero, everyone starts out with zero. You got to. You have to do other strategies. So what I would recommend is link exchanges. I would recommend joining communities, posting comments, carrying relationships off blog with maybe an email, maybe a few guest posts when you're like four to six months in, and then build it off like that. And then once your blog has a certain amount of traction, then you know you can you can really interview some people who can make a difference in your life. And for for my opinion, I mean it's changed my life. So you know we definitely see the value in that. Definitely. 
So, you know, what's your view on sort of syndicating your blog? Should you take all your posts and post them in other places? I mean, because there's, you know, so many places to post them <laughs> these days. Or are you a big believer in, you know, have it all in, in just in your your blog, make that the one destination? What, what's your view on that? Well, I, I think I syndicate mine in 10 different sources now. Okay. Um, I believe in syndication. <laughs> I think it's up to your strategy again, right? Are you using the blog to make money? If you're, if you want the blog to make a lot of money and you really care about people using your content to make their own money, mm -hmm. then you're probably not going to want to do it. Right. But if you realize that you need to get your content as many places as you can, right? Syndicate it through Twitter, Facebook, just pump it out because people are using different technology in order to consume information, you know, and you want to, you want your content and your personal brand to go where the people already are and where they're most comfortable consuming that information. And, and so for instance, at EMC, you know, my dream is to have a press, a press room where, you know, you get to decide how you want to receive information. Do you want to, do you want to see press releases through Twitter, friend feed, text message, email, RSS, and so on. I mean, that's the key is that, you know, you're going, you're giving it to people where they want to have it. And, and for instance, <coughs> you know, uh, you know, I have syndication deals. I don't get paid for most of these syndication deals, but that's fine because, you know, I get more hits to my website. I get more links to my content. And that's, I mean, there's a trade-off right there, especially when you're first starting off, take what you can get. You know, if you get, I mean, if you're extremely successful and you think your content is so valuable, I mean, this, this, this again, this takes a long time, years, I'm not even close to this point. But if you're like a down rose or something who gets like 60,000 subscribers, then you might want to charge people for syndicating at that point because your content, I mean, it takes, I mean, it probably takes like three to five hours to write a post and then it's worth something. You know, you have a lot of these syndicated columnists from traditional media who get paid. So bloggers at some point, there's, there's definitely going to be a need for more syndication deals because content is just going to be like air. It's going to be flying up everywhere. And so you'll, you'll see more of these paid syndication deals, but you know, right now, if you're first starting off, you got to take what you can get. You got to push your content out, you know, as fast as you can, you know, as many sources as you can, because where your content is, where your name is, and where your name is, that's all branding right there. Right. So for those of the those of my listeners who are, you know, looking to get started, what's the bare minimum you'd suggest for them to get started on their own personal brand? Not not dollars, but you know, just presence. Well, I would say if you've never done it. I would say, you know, go through the discovery process, you know, figure out what you want to do. And, you know, if you want to start a blog, you might want to start a private blog or something really small and hidden before you start getting really into it and waste time on something you might not be made for, you might not have the expertise or passion for, you know, you really, you know, the, the bare minimum, I mean, you pretty much have to have a LinkedIn profile, especially in this economy. I mean, that's oh, yeah. why they're making so much money now is because, you know, people are searching. People are hiring now and they're using LinkedIn as a search engine. And if you're not on there, you miss those opportunities. So, again, opportunity cost of not using social media to build your brand is that everyone else is, you know, and the competition isn't going to decrease anytime soon. So, you know, it's better to learn 
how to use social media to your advantage rather than watch everyone else pass you by. Definitely, definitely. Well, Dan, thanks for joining me today. I really appreciate your time. And for our listeners, now it's your turn. Please let us know if you have any secrets you're willing to share with us on building your own personal brand. Dan and I will be happy to continue this conversation with you online. And we'll be back again next week with another podcast. So thank you all for listening. Thank you for joining us today. We look forward to having you back next week on another Buzz Marketing for Technology podcast.